everybody welcome to episode 521 of flow wrestling terminal live i'm your host christian piles joined by a fantastic trio of ben funky aspen jd raider whose name is actually james dean raider i don't know if that has been broken to the wrestling (laughs) public yet on frl but allow me to make that known big mouth billy bass and uh stephen kyle bracken so good morning to all you guys Um, what's up dude where are you going I am going to San Diego. We'll get into that right now. Um, so, man, ever Thursday FRL happens. It's all great. Things are good. And then, boom, add in matches, add new wrestlers. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Roland Bravo Young versus Jack Mueller. That is happening. Um, we sent David Bray to Arizona to shoot with Roman Bravo Young, who was working out, actually, with Jesse Ibarra and Danny Vega. So that stuff's coming up, coming out. We'll be hitting the site soon. Mike, we sent Mike to New Jersey to get stuff with Jack Mueller, who Roman's going to be wrestling, as well as Vito Arujo versus Sammy Alvarez, which I cannot wait for that match. There's so much attitude. There's so much grit. Jersey versus Long Island. Um, going to be awesome stuff, and we have content already going up. Alvarez was working out with Sebastian Rivera, so we got an interview with him, obviously. So... Check that out. That's all in the event hub if you want to look at that. We'll be featuring it over the next couple of days. And, of course, the other change to the card is Pat Downey is no longer on it. He's not going to be wrestling David Taylor on July 25th. And he's off the card for a variety of reasons, you know. And his tweets Friday are, are not representative of, of our perspective or our opinions on, on women's wrestling and just so you know, before before we announced our initial card for July 25th, we, we attempted to make a women's match happen. And the wrestlers we reached out to were not interested in wrestling. And after we announced our initial card, Sally Roberts from Wrestling Like a Girl stepped up and said, hey, can I help, help you guys add a, a women's wrestling match? And we said, yeah, absolutely. And with her help and cooperation, we were able to make offers to eight different women to wrestle on July 25th, and, and they all declined. And our offers were, were comparable to that of the other matches on the undercard. And nearly twice what we paid Pat Downey to wrestle on who's number one in October. And throughout this weekend, we were still trying to add a women's match. And so we wanted women's wrestling on this card. If we do it again, we want women's wrestling to be involved. Today, a uh, member of the Flow personnel is going to be meeting with members of the women's wrestling community to talk with them about um, how we can work better together and moving forward and for discussion and collaboration. So that's that. We are actively looking and getting very, very close to announcing David Taylor's uh, new opponent. Very excited for that. We have a couple really awesome options that we know you guys are going to really like, including Bo Nickel. Um, is it Bo Nickel? I'm not saying. I hope it is. But, that's my pick. That's well, yes. who I want. Okay, well, Ben Askren has spoken. We'll see what we can do. I mean, Bo Nickel <laughs> is an option. Um, we're, we've, we've explored a lot of very exciting options, and I think we're getting closer to a really, really cool match. And I bet by today or tomorrow we will know and hopefully be able to announce. So we're really excited. Um, guys, I don't know if you have any uh, initial thoughts on, on the additions to the card. Yeah, 
Uh, I'm excited for it. Obviously, I think most excited for Darren Caldwell because he's the biggest X Factor. Obviously, hasn't competed in wrestling. At, uh, well, oh my like gosh, I didn't even mention that. Okay, close, yeah, close I to a decade. Yeah, I buried the lead there. So I am in the airport right yeah. now because that's where you're going. Darian Caldwell is back. I'm going to San Diego to shoot with Darian Caldwell. I never actually met Darian. He came to Flow Sports really? HQ, but I never got to meet. Yeah, I've never met him. And he is a uh, mythological figure in the Piles household, especially for my brother, Weston, who um, even way before the Metcalf stuff, thought he was like the coolest guy ever. So I'm really excited to meet him, share that experience with him, and shoot content with him, watch him work out, talk to him about why he he wanted to wrestle. He wants to do this. Yeah. He loves wrestling. He, he misses wrestling badly. Man, this is one of the most exciting wrestlers of any generation in terms of the variety of ways he could score and how he beat people. So, man, I couldn't be more excited to be home. Where we should have stuff up for you to see tomorrow with Darian. So, really excited. I mean, he's wrestling Luke Fletcher. Who would have ever thought in a thousand years Luke Fletcher and Darian Caldwell were competing against each other? Luke Fletcher, I think, was in fifth grade when when he beat when Caldwell beat Metcalf. So it's crazy, but man. I'm, I'm going back. I have no idea who the favorite is in that match. Do you guys have any, like, leanings? Well, I haven't seen Derek Cobble wrestle for a freaking decade, so I don't know <laughs> what to expect. <laughs> How do we know what we're going to get here, Christian? Well, at least he's still training no in MMA, so it's not like he's not coming off the couch. Yeah. He's not been a bum yeah. the past seven years. Yeah. No, definitely not a bum. And Ben Askren will call <laughs> anyone a bum at any any point in time. It, so it, it is a, the is, second best insult next to Dum Dum. <laughs> David called uh, Pat Downey a dingus once. I thought dingus was good. Any like, good. third grade insults are actually pretty great, dummy. Um, what do you so mean? My plane is actually. You see my shirt today? UNK Wrestling. What is it? UNK Wrestling. Who's oh, the champ? Oh, boy. Marty. Yeah, I fell asleep. I didn't see it. <laughs> You didn't see all those foot stomps? Stomped him to death. That's what I'm talking about. All right, boys. Well, my plane is actually boarding right now, so I should get on it and not miss it. Miss the flight. Oh, before I go, though, a little treat for you guys. Got a uh, fire Dave Chimizo promo I want you to watch. Greg Warren's coming on soon after you guys talk for a little bit. So enjoy that. Enjoy the show. I'll be back on the show Thursday. Thanks. Peace. I don't know who is Kai Dag. I said the blown one. I always say the blown one. You scare me. You guys scare me. Absolutely. I know you guys scare me. This match, uh, I take some personality. You don't challenge me in 74. Never. You're gonna challenge me in 79. Okay, I'm going up. I don't got a problem with that. I'm gonna wrestle it. Kaide, who you are? Who you are, bro? You need to make your way. You need to be professional. I think he's nervous. I think he's nervous. That's why he's trying to call me names and say say things about me. He's just 
not confident in his ability and it's starting to show. My opponent on July 25th is little Frankie Chimizo. I wanted to wrestle him for a while. He has a very unique style. I always want to test myself against guys who have medals, who have proven success. I would describe him as a trap setter and seemingly lazy. I think I can score really any way that I want. I don't think he can match my mental effort off the mat. I feel like he already knows it's going to happen. He doesn't have the same amount of confidence that he normally does going into the match. I was hoping that he was going to wrestle me in January in Italy. Frank will say he didn't duck me. I think I was a strong influence as to why he didn't wrestle. I think that match can change the wrestling, can change wrestling. The style matchup that he presents for me is just like perfect for what I do. Kai Dake wrestling style is like a horse. He put in his face like a mask, he don't think too much. He expects me more athletic than everybody else, and I'm more athletic than he is. He expects to be faster, more explosive. I beat him in both of those categories. That guy is dangerous because he want to be someone. He's not bad enough. I think you're going to end up with your head on the mat thinking, man, I shouldn't have taken this match. Kaide, who you are? You are scared. You are scared. He better be ready. He better be ready. There's a storm coming. Absolute fire. Let's go. I love it. Hey, but what, what's the horse thing? I don't really get it. Why do you I say Kyle thinks like a horse? What does that I mean? I don't Did understand I that either. Is that an insult or a compliment? That's a compliment in my book. Uh, also, he says that Dake wouldn't challenge him at 74 kilos, even though Dake was at Mateo Pelicone in his country at 74 kilos, and Frank didn't wrestle and just sat in the stands and watched. Who yeah, maybe you he's is? Tired. Who you is, bro? Who, who you I is? I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, we didn't. We didn't even talk about uh, the other addition to the card that's really interesting. Is Sammy Alvarez? Vito Arujal, um, it's it's can, New Jersey, New York. Can we talk about Darren Colwell for a second, though? Because Piles, yeah. you know, yeah. he's like, he wanted us to pick a winner. It's like, but listen, we haven't seen Darren Colwell wrestle on a mat in I don't know ten, 10 years. Is that what we haven't seen him wrestle on since been a long time? Twelve, I think. Two thousand twelve, okay. I think. Yeah, the last chance uh, he tried to make the Olympic to qualify for Olympic trials. Okay. So, I mean, that's, you know, I really feel like the end of Darren Caldwell's career, both the senior year and then post-collegiate, was really marred by injuries. You know, he wasn't ever really all that healthy. And that, that you know, I don't know, that, that leaves us like with a question mark of like how good could he have actually been. He's and a the huge answer is, what if. Yeah, it's such a huge what if. For sure, so he, for sure. It, uh, he was on the Bader Show, and I didn't get to listen to it a lot, but he I know he talked about how he's just like addicted to – wrestling training like he really likes wrestling training um 
so I don't, I don't think he's been too far removed, although it's still not the same as guys who are, especially a yes. guy like Luke, Luke Pletcher who's coming off five yes, years in, at Ohio in the State. Streets. Yeah, exactly. Now, this is a freestyle match. Do you think that helps favor Pletcher at all? You know, because Caldwell was so good with the spladle and cradle, but, I mean, it's not like he couldn't. He was solid for neutral, too, but he was pretty diverse yeah. on top. Let's see. Okay, so I'm, I just looked up because I couldn't remember. I know he wrestled in a little bit freestyle. Says he made his senior freestyle debut at the 2009 Olympic Trials. Our world team trials taking third. So I remember that he wrestled really well there. But then again, I think the next year he got hurt. And, yeah, so he didn't come back until uh, 2012 um, and really wrestled the trials. So, you know, there was a big gap there. He was not a big freestyle guy. I, I feel like Pletcher is like, you know, has done some freestyle, but is not like a huge freestyle guy. I don't know. Is that uh, a fair, a fair, no, that's, a, you guys agree? that's accurate. Yeah. So I, I feel like we're kind of, as far as freestyle folks out, we're kind of have roughly the same thing. Um, obviously Darian's been really active. You know, he's 15 and three mixed martial arts. He was the champion for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, he lost to Horiguchi, who's a beast. He lost to him twice. Um, and now he, you know, he was in the featherweight tournament, but that uh, that uh, ended right because uh, well, Corona. So it's yeah, gonna start it didn't, back up. It didn't end up happening. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's in the semis, so I don't remember who he's gonna fight. So you know, he's having a really good mixed martial arts career. So it's cool that he's coming back to MM, uh, coming back to wrestling because he's been gone to MMA for so long. So yeah, I'm excited to see him. I mean. Wrestling video wasn't all that prevalent when Darren was in Caldwell. Uh, Darren Caldwell was in college, but he he was a he was a treasure to watch. Yeah, he 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 was a blast, man, and um, arguably owns like the biggest NCAA win of all time, or at least being a kid in Iowa when that happened, <laughs> oh, it was man. like earth shattering, <laughs> <and> breaking. <laughs> well, how old were you when that happened? What was that, 2009? So Nine, I would yeah. have been 13 or 12, depending on Dang, the actual day, crazy. probably 13. And I'm pretty sure Pletcher wow. was around the same age. Yeah, me and Luke <laughs> are the same age. Wow, crazy. You want to hear a funny story about that, uh, that one? Let's see. I, so I was at Mizzou that year. Mark Ellis won a national title, and I and I was in the back, right, for some, for some reason. I, I, who knows? And I was walking, and I walked by Terry Brands, and he was um, – you know, he coached me at the uh, Olympic team. You know, we weren't super close, but we had a decent relationship. And we walked by. He goes, I bet you liked that, didn't you, Askren? And I'm like, uh, you know, <laughs> he kept walking. I'm like, ah, it was it was somewhat entertaining, but I don't know why you're coming at me, bro. Oh, man. Terry was going to yeah. go hands on sight with you. I, I think I would have got him. Never know, though. He doesn't uh, care how big you are. He'll take you out. That's true. That's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Ben, what do you think of uh, Alvarez and Vito? Because it's it, it's kind of similar in the fact that Sammy Alvarez hasn't wrestled a lot of freestyle before, and Vito yeah. is obviously very savvy. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I, I I can't really recall Sammy Alvarez wrestling anything. I mean, I remember he was really highly ranked, and then I remember one of my guys wrestled him at Flow Nationals and lost a relatively close match, and that was kind of the first time I saw him. And then obviously became more familiar with him this year. Um, and then when he was wrestling for Rutgers, he had a good year, but so much of it is uh, predicated on his scrambling style. And he's really good on scrambling. And he's really good on top. And so I know nothing about his freestyle savviness. And if he's not good at freestyle, 
uh, Vito will expose him because Vito is really good at freestyle. So if he's not ready for all the turns and crotch lifts and everything else, he, he's going to get beat down. To kind of put into perspective how good Vito is at freestyle, at the 2019 Junior World Championships, he beat uh, Adrisov, the Russian, before losing or making it to the finals before losing to Japan in the finals. But Adrisov took second at Uregan and won Allens um, after that. So, and Vito beat him eight to one, I think. So, just to kind of show you how good Vito yeah. is at freestyle, like that dude's good. And that guy won, I don't remember if it was Cadet or Juniors uh, the year before. Too. Really makes you appreciate how good uh, Spencer Lee is, though, because yeah. <laughs> Spencer Tech, you yeah. yes. No kidding. Uh, this this one's really interesting, just because these guys they, they both have their own kind of kind of swagger. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Alvarez is, is so freaking Jersey, and it's awesome. And then you know, Vito is uh, <clears throat> man. He's just his own his own character, and I know. Uh, Sammy was pumping it up on uh, on Twitter as Jersey versus Russia. <laughs> Call them Russia, man's from Long Island. Sammy, <laughs> like twenty, like twenty minutes away from you. Get it right. Oh man, that's funny. Um, yeah, up the match, though. Love it. Yeah, yeah. That that is something these guys have uh, all been doing. And the one thing that uh, Frank Schmidt is right about is this is a, a match, a card that can change wrestling. And uh, I really think well once once we see these matches hey guys give me some give me some indication uh you know on who taylor's wrestling because you know you guys leave me out of these discussions i must <laughs> come down there to austin and you know shake you guys up listen for what it's worth the one i want to see is bo nickel now they're buddies will they do it i don't know i hope so that's the one i want too well, busy who else? in uh, abu dhabi hanging out on fight island with jorge is he really yeah he, was, he went there and trained no. with him he was with him let me look at his instagram is he really on Fight Island? I, Ben, I he swear. Was. There were these pictures in playing Spikeball with Masvidal. I swear. I don't know what the connection is there, but he, he has their, uh, their Manager. He's managed by Malky also. Uh, and I know. Oh, um, no shit. He is on Fight Island. Right. <laughs> I told you. Get Bo. Bo. Go, stop hanging out on Fight Island. Get your butt back to America and wrestle <laughs> David Taylor, for God's sake. Um. So all right, we got Bo Nickel. Obviously, that was that was a pretty big one. I think a name a lot of people saw uh, floating around Damn Twitter, putting out on Twitter was was Zahid Valencia. Uh, I think that would be pretty awesome. Man. Yeah. Well, the ultimate the ultimate is Jaden Cox, but I think I know that's not happening. I mean, right now, I would love for it to happen sometime in the future. Uh, but that I mean, for me, that's the ultimate. Obviously, these guys got heat. Heat's great. Um, they had a really awesome match series in what 2017. Yeah. Um, so that I mean that's probably the ultimate. But then you got to figure uh, out the but, whole weight thing. You know. Yes. Yeah. 86. Now Jane's all the way up at 97. What's his? What's he walking around at or trying to bulk up to? And does he want to mess up his going up by descending down and meeting at a catch weight, or does David want to not have to bulk up, or even can he bulk up anymore? You know, whatever. Yeah, I think that's yeah. one we probably won't see until after after the Olympics. Um, but uh, who who else, um, Ben? If Bo, since you well, said the they pro- were buddies, uh, who else would yeah. you like to see? Well, the problem is here's the problem, Kyle. David's too good. There's not a lot of people he can wrestle. You see what I'm saying? Like, no, you're you're right. Get- 
I mean, number someone number four on the ladder is just he's just gonna tech follow them. So it's like, well, no one's really all that interested. There's no, you know, part part of what makes people interested in competition is not knowing who the winner is gonna be. And with David, there's not a lot of people that make that, that make the cut there. So um, or tuning in to watch David Taylor beat someone that you really want to see get beat. <laughs> well, that would be the thing. So Down, Downey was just so hateable. Everyone was excited to see him get his yes. ass whipped. Um, so that that was the thing with Downey that you know he he played a great villain. So people just wanted to see him get beat up. Dude. We, we kind of knew what the outcome was going to be, uh, which fair enough. But who else is that hateable? So you got, I guess you have to be that hateable, or uh, or maybe uh, you know otherwise it's got to be competitive. Ringer, just, I, I I guess Ringer, Miles Martin maybe. Miles Martin just beat Ringer at Senior Nationals. I think Ringer, Miles Martin, Miles Amin, top ten guy. Oh, that's, in I the didn't world. think about that one. Yeah, he's not top ten. Top ten guy. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> you guys, no, you guys are doing like you guys are doing like UFC, and you just move someone up when you want them to. Be. No, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at our most at our most recent rankings, I'm, and I'm gonna see I'm where he is. At, I'm, I'm finding him too. Our man, Kozak no, listen, has appropriately ranked him. Didn't he finish you, in the top ten in the world at Worlds? Yes. So he's top ten in the world. Yeah. That's fact. But the world, oh my gosh. Okay, but listen. <laughs> number nine, number nine, top ten in the world. You guys still have him above Deeringer? I want to lost listen, to I, Miles Martin. Put it on the next card. I will, <laughs> listen, I will pay for this match if Miles Amin beats Deeringer. Wait, you'll only, you only pay they, for they, it if Miles Amin beats him? You won't pay for it yeah, if Deeringer yeah, I mean, wins? <laughs> yeah, this, this is a bet. You guys are saying Amin is better. I'm saying I'm saying I think he is appropriately is ranked I, higher. I I will put my money where my mouth is. I will pay for the match out of my own pocket if he loses. How about that? There we go. All right, sign it. There we go. Yeah. The <laughs> cool thing is the the cool thing is they're both in Ann Arbor, so we just go yeah. to Ann Arbor, set up a camera, and Boom. uh. There we ben, go. Ben cuts the check. <laughs> I'll cut the check. If Malzamine beats Deeringer, I'll cut the check. If Deeringer wins, Flo pays for it. Alright, I'm gonna That's go fair. ahead and say I'm gonna go ahead and say yes, even though I have no authority to say yes, but sure, let's do it. <laughs> okay, uh Miles Amin though would be that would be great. That's a good I didn't even think of that one. That that would be a good good ad. Yeah. Um, you know, two top ten guys in the world. I love it. Uh, you know the other one that obviously we I would love to see another rush against David Taylor kick up some good old American pride, but um, you know I know it's probably too late in the game for that, especially yeah. considering what's going on with uh, coronavirus and whatnot. Yeah, unfortunately, um, but I, I think bringing some international, more international guys in because we we do have Chimizo on this card uh, will hopefully be a play with further cards. Um, all right, well. Really excited for July 25th, even though there there have been some shakeups to the card. It's still going to be pretty freaking awesome, and um, not, might not be done yet. I I don't know. Um, I think Wait, we thought uh, we were done a couple matches ago, and stuff kept coming up. So, who's the other ad? I'm blanking. So we got Alvarez, Vito, Caldwell, and Pletcher. Mueller RBY was Mueller, added what late. What do you think about that? <clears throat> what do you think about that? I think it's really interesting because I think I'm not sure enough people give Jack Mueller uh, credit for his freestyle success. Uh, bronze, yeah, in, uh, 2018. Yep, made the U23 World Team was great over there. Um, I mean, he was in the Fargo Finals a bunch, he, and he beat a lot of good dudes at U23 trials. 
to get there. And then RBY, of course, has been on a couple world teams himself and is one of the more exciting guys in college to watch. So I think it's going to be a really fun matchup. Mueller, a guy that was kind of injured at the end of uh, NCAA season, so I think this layoff has probably actually, he's been one of the guys who has benefited from the layoff. So yeah. he should come back. Thank and um, new uh, training situation, too. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, he's out in uh, New York City, reunited with Cross. <coughs> so so uh, he, I'm assuming he's just spending the summer there, obviously, right? Or is he moving there permanently? I think he's permanent. Yeah, he's, per- permanent, he's permanent. Yeah. There. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and then RBY, of course, I think CP mentioned David Bray was out in Arizona. Got some awesome stuff with him. Really interesting to hear him talk about Austin DeSanto. Ben, I don't know if you heard that. I saw a little clip, but let's go into it. He he really he likes Austin DeSanto. You know, they've had these four pretty wild matches. And uh, yeah. he he's like, I, I really enjoy watching Austin DeSanto wrestle. He's like, because he's a showman, and he goes out there, and he wrestles hard, and he's got antics, and he's scoring points. He's like, he's just fun to watch, and he's fun to compete against and test yourself against. And then he also talked about, uh, he described his grip as, like, his grip from hell. He's like, that's just <laughs> unheard of. He's got the of. Hodge grip. Yeah. apples. Oh, he could probably crush watermelons with that or something. Um, but it was really interesting to hear RBY talk talk like that just because uh yeah he's not what, the, what is the overall series kyle what's the, is it three one rby it's two to two because it was two oh two oh austin DeSanto last yeah. season two oh uh, rby yeah. this year um yeah and every match hmm. has gone really differently you know it was all DeSanto. then it was DeSanto barely you know he kind of broke yeah. it open with the late four point there but there was a one point match before then then it was rby just i mean injury default or not he was destroying him he was killing him yes and then uh at the big tens it was razor close in rby's favor santo never mm-hmm. really could get his offense going in that one um so it should be really fun watching that play out one more year next year but you know, i don't think you you don't hear a lot of Penn State guys talk like that that often, you know. I thought yeah. a lot of Penn State guys talk too much, <laughs> yeah, too often. So it was <laughs> sure. really cool to get to do get to do that interview with RBY and hear him being so honest and uh, open about everything. Yeah, yeah. I I've seemed like um, so DeSanto. You know, he, he's obviously fascinating to watch because you just never know what he's going to do. It could be something totally ridiculous. <laughs> um, and, and you listen as a fan. That's I. I, I don't want to know what's going to come. I want to see something just totally ridiculous. Train wrecks are kind of fun to watch, um, but as a competitor, I would think you know, it would kind of be like I don't like this guy. I. I always. I mean, at least when I was wrestling and MMA, also I would have a certain distaste for most of my opponents. Um, and DeSanto just seems so hateable as a competitor. So it, it is funny that RBY says that. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's. What's really interesting about it? All right, you got anything else for July twenty fifth? Uh, I'm excited. I get to go to Austin. Um, I haven't been there. Uh, do I need a face mask at all times, or what do I need? What do I need to do? Prepare yeah. for? Yeah, uh, yeah, you will. Um, and I know someone asked an FRL question about just the safety of the event, and I want to get into that later. But yeah, you will. You will need a face mask. Uh, 
okay. <laughs> I, could do, I, I could do that. Listen, I, do that. I don't I don't know if you saw, but like the director of the CDC said that we can bury this thing if we wear masks for six weeks. I don't want to get into the CDC, but okay. Let's I'm just saying. I'm show. just saying what he said. Okay, that's a, just okay. where where that's your da- listen. If you want, if you want like a wrestling season, if you want college football, just please be smart. Don't don't be an idiot because it's not trending the right way. Yeah, let's right. uh, let's talk in a discussion. Someone's gonna get mad, no no matter what, Bracky. <laughs> People will be upset with what you say, no matter what. I know because science. Because science, they will be mad. Okay, so let's 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 move on. Hey, did the Patriot League really cancel football for the fall? Well, they they cancel. They did what the Ivy League did. So they're saying no fall competition, but we would still like to have football. So they're going to look at a spring spring date for football and fall sports and winter sports. So okay, yeah. Dang. <clears throat> Is uh so how many how many wrestling teams are in that? I I guess Lehigh is technically part of Patriot League, but I don't know how that uh, works since their conference. Right, but I guess the you know Princeton and all them are in the EIWA, but they're also in the Ivies, and they're not going to be able to uh, compete. So yeah, it could affect Lehigh, and maybe Bucknell, maybe Bucknell too. Damn, God, this sucks. All right, we need to. We, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we need, that later. We need to stop talking about this. It's going to depress us. Let's let's turn to a more lighter subject, and we have a special guest joining us today. It is uh, comedian, former Missouri All American. We're going to have two Missouri guys on here today. Greg Warren, hey. what's up, Greg? Hey, how you guys doing? Doing great. I'm doing doing well. great. Uh, Greg is joining us today. He has a new. Uh, stand-up comedy special. Um, so, Greg, why don't you just kind of walk us through your new special, where people can watch it at, enjoy it at. Uh, I know I, I you were kind enough to send it over last night, and I really enjoyed it. Um, so just kind of give us a rundown on it. Sure, man. It's um, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, if you've got Amazon Prime, it's free. If, if you don't, it's a couple of bucks to rent or something like that. Uh it's called Where the Field Corn Grows. Um, I think, uh, actually, after having seen that promo, I wish I would have called it, Who is Greg Warren? Like, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> that was the greatest uh, promo I've ever seen. Man. Who, is, who is Greg Warren? Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like primarily about farming uh, and my lack of understanding. Uh, but there's a there's a good wrestling story in there. I don't I don't know if you saw that, Bracky. There's one really good wrestling story yeah. in there. I wanted um, I wanted to ask you about that, but, but it, keep it kinda, going. Yeah, yeah. It started uh, I don't know about three years ago. I was in Iowa doing a show, and there's a bunch of farmers in the crowd, and I I don't know anything about farming. So so I asked this guy. I'm like, what do you farm? And he goes beans. And I said uh, like green beans. And they all start laughing at me like I'm the dumbest person. He thinks we go green beans in Iowa. Oh, green beans in Iowa. Don't that be all? This fella is a soybeans, which I I didn't know, right? Um, uh, By the way, green beans, that's not that ridiculous of an answer. That's a real food. I I didn't say jelly beans, okay? I I said legitimate vegetable. And and then this lady comes up to me after the show, and she goes, hey, I'm a farmer. 
She goes, don't feel bad about the beans. She said, I, I met this guy the other day. He didn't know the difference between field corn and sweet corn. And I was like, ha, 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 ha. Greg, Greg, hold on. Someone yeah. does have to grow green beans, right? Someone grows them. Yeah. Ben, do you know what the number I one it, green bean producer, You know what the number one green bean producing state is? Iowa? Wisconsin. I, Wisconsin <laughs> is the really? number one really? green bean producing state, which, by the way, is a neighbor of Iowa. They touch Iowa. <laughs> Iowa should know about it. They I, act like yeah, they didn't even eat of that vegetable. They know about it. I live in Missouri. <laughs> we touch Illinois. I've heard of Abraham Lincoln. Okay? Like, I, you know, like I, I know these things. So do you guys – you guys? well, Ben doesn't even know that green beans grow in his home state, so <laughs> – do you, do you guys know the difference between field corn and sweet corn? Yes. He's from I, I Iowa. I, yes, I'm from yeah, Iowa. Yeah, obviously. No yeah, JD does. Yeah, so, yes, yeah. This, is him, all, JD. this is a ridiculous conversation <laughs> to me. Yeah. yeah. What is the difference? I mean, what's the difference? Field corn is what they feed the animals, and uh, sweet uh, corn is what we eat. And uh, once people like JD explain it, it's really easy to remember. There's a little trick, Ben. Field corn okay. is grown in a field, whereas sweet corn is grown in a field. So you can see how they make it real <laughs> easy for everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, that happened, and I just started talking. to. I told the story, and I started writing more and more stuff about farming. And then um, I, uh, I went out, and I, like, interviewed farmers and, like, did research and learned a little bit. And it became this, this special that, that's on Amazon called – where the field corn grows, and um, <laughs> the and then I, I told this story in there. Uh, you know, I wanted to throw some wrestling in there, and I told this story about this farmer that I used to wrestle when I was at Mizzou. Uh, uh oh, yeah. who's that? Yeah, yeah. There's when, like between my junior and senior year, I missed all America. I lost in the blood round my junior year, and. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Roper, our, our coach, Wes Roper, called me in for like a meeting that summer. He's like, Warren, you need more competition in the practice room. He goes, this is what we're going to do. We're bringing in this guy next year, uh, once a week. He's a, he's a local farmer. He used to wrestle back in the day. He was real good. His name's Steve. I'm like, oh, oh that guy's right. he's legit. He's legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ben knows who he is. I, well, I, I didn't know that, Ben. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was just an <laughs> old guy. The first day he shows no. up, he – Oh, he's I was a champ. Yeah, he was like he was like yeah, he was like forty two, and I'm twenty. I'm yes. like I'm not gonna wrestle that guy. I'll play checkers with him or something. <laughs> and uh, so like, and he doesn't warm up. He just sits there during the drills, and then he stands up and uh, like in the, like an hour into practice, and, and uh, coach goes, uh, "Warren, go live with Steve." And I go, you want to warm up or something, Steve? And he, all he does, he like just slaps both of his legs, you know, just like slaps both of his legs and, and gets in this really weird like Greco <laughs> stand. And I, I like, I looked at my buddy, uh, Chip Bunner, who, um, who's on the team. And I'm like, what am I, I don't want to wrestle yeah. this guy, man. I'm going to hurt him or something. He's old. They blow the whistle. And I swear, like he jumps <laughs> like a foot and a half in the air. He grabs me by my chin and my head and just throws me on the mat and beats me for like an hour straight. Like, <laughs> it, it, yeah, come to find out, Steve was on the Olympic team in 1980. D- you guys know what happened in 1980? We boycotted. We yeah, didn't go. Uh, and uh-huh. apparently 
Steve was still pissed, right? Like I was, uh, he just took it out on me the entire year. Um, he was, yeah. So, so uh, the, you, you know, the Barrett, entire year. Yeah, he came in. Yeah, uh, he, I think he was NCAA champ at Oklahoma State, but he came in a couple times. Twice, yeah. So yeah. when you said that. I, when you said farmer, I thought you were going to tell a joke, but I mean, <laughs> legit, there's no joke there. No. He was a farmer, and he was really good at wrestling also. Yeah, he reminded me. He was like Ben before Ben because it was, it was all unorthodox. Like it was, They were like, yes. you can learn something from him. I'm like, yeah, uh, I can learn how to take a beating is about it because he was like <laughs> – they would tell me that, you know, he would try to help me be like, okay, the way you want to do this move, the first thing you want to do is jump a foot and a half and the, I'm out, you know, like, uh-huh. like the least athletic guy on the team. I'm done. Uh, and then he's like really uh, big with athletes in action. You know, the, it's like, yeah. uh, yep. yeah, he, he's been all over the world talking about wrestling and sort of talking about his faith. And, uh, after practice one day, Roper's like, guys, Steve wants to, talk about uh, his faith and uh so we're sitting there and he starts talking and i'm like man i'm not the most religious guy in the world steve but i'm i whatever i think god just saw what you did to me for a few hours <laughs> I, 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 I don't think it's right like, I, don't, I don't think it's yeah i don't think it's i don't think it's christian what he just did to me so, uh, yeah he was in the when i uh they let him when I uh, placed my uh, junior, my senior year. He, he, they let him be in the corner. He was in the corner for me. Uh, really? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. For, for like uh, wow. uh, the the seventh and eighth match, and I think, and for the blood round match, I think too. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was a good guy, man. So I told, I told that story, and and there's a couple other um, things in there about wrestling, but uh, yeah, thanks for watching it, Brad. It's, uh, no, it's, I re- it's off to a really good start. Yeah. That's awesome, and I, I really enjoyed it, and, and loved the way you incorporated, you know, wrestling into it a, a few times. Um, you know, probably where where I first got my, my start with you and knowing who you were was uh, a little bit different name, but uh, it was Wes Wesley, in the in the Red <laughs> Alert. And I know I, I was talking to JD before the show, and he's even you know younger than me, and I know me and my friends, and he said his friends would do the same. We would just say Red Alert to each other. And no matter where oh. we were, and we would do the the hands in. Oh yeah, yeah. Red <laughs> alert, man. My my favorite Wesley West Wesley story was, I think it was two thousand. Man, I, I can't remember. It was when the NCAA's were in Omaha, and uh, yep, Wesley West was, I remember that. Twenty ten, Wesley West was getting pretty big on flow, and it was just something that I did, like a completely silly thing that me and Bader and uh, Joe Williamson did, just fooling around one day. So we were gonna do. We were gonna shoot another one, and Ben uh, knew everybody, you know, in wrestling. So Ben starts taking me around to all these guys, and we were shooting Joe Williamson's shooting stuff. So Ben hooks it up with Mark Schultz, and uh, and I, you know, so so we're shooting me and Mark Schultz, and uh, and I'm like pummeling with Schultz and re- acting like I'm wrestling with him and acting like I don't know who he is, and just you know, Wes is an idiot, the character. And uh, so we get done, and and Schultz goes over to Ben, and he goes, uh, "Hey, man, that guy, um, he kind of knew what he was doing a little bit." And Ben's like, "Oh, man, he wrestled like he was a re- he, like Schultz thought it was real. He thought I was like a Make a Wish kid that Ben was taking around <laughs> to all these guys." Uh-huh. 
And then we uh, did this whole thing. It was when Max, it was when Max won a title. And yeah, it was uh-huh. we just we shot all this stuff during the Saturday, you know, that Saturday, but right. Max didn't have to wrestle until the finals. So yeah. we're just all screwing around and Max is with us doing all this stuff. And I was like, man, if he loses and Brian <laughs> Smith sees that we were screwing around on this thing for like three hours, he's never going to speak to me again. <laughs> and Brian was like, no, no, it's good, man. It took Max, Max's mind off the whole thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, my favorite part of that day was uh, when you told Bruce Baumgartner we all can't be champions. <laughs> <laughs> That was my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. It was really, it took a lot of, uh, I think I should have been given some sort of consideration for an Oscar there because I had to like <laughs> pretend like I didn't know who all these guys who were like my heroes were, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know how Al- you Alger, did. Alger like tried to toss me. Alger like was into it, man. Alger like oh, yeah. threw you don't, me on that, the ground. That sounds man. about right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know how you did yeah, yeah, yeah. some of those skits without just busting out laughing. Like I, I was Seriously. dying. Oh, it was. We uh, did a lot. I mean, we just cut it. it was, yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe Williamson and Mark Vader would just would make the the. I mean, it started in Austin. We were just fooling around, and I, at one point, I was going Greco with some homeless guy <laughs> in downtown. <laughs> no, I saw that. I actually, you can still watch like a bunch of these uh, on the site, and I should have pulled it up, but I think I found the first one. And yeah, you're wrestling around with this Greco guy, and or you were doing Greco. It looked like he kind of knew what he was doing, though. He did too. Like he, yeah, he kind of knew what, what he was doing. Let me, see if, let, let me see yeah, if I can get this bad, pulled up while we uh, continue yeah. the conversation. But, yeah, uh, no, that was uh, that was fantastic. Yeah, um, the, the other one I always use of yours, Greg. Brecky, I would love you to pull that up if you could. That would be outstanding. The other thing that I, I, I still use this all the time is uh, the one-star people bit. That one is oh, so fantastic. Yeah, yeah I, I, I use it very frequently. Basically, like uh, – The dog's in the pool. Was, yeah, yeah, it's like it was like basically. I think it was when all those Priceline commercials were on. Like you could stay yes. at a, yep. you could stay at a four star hotel for the same price as a yep. one star hotel. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. but you're gonna have one star people at four star hotels, <laughs> and there's nothing one yes. star people like better than the hotel pool. It's like it's like they never seen water before. Yes. They're splashing each other, doing cannonballs. There's a basset hound in the pool. <laughs> the, the dad's yelling at all of his kids, Timmy, Terry, Tommy, Tony, Tony. Uh, they all begin with the same first letter in those families. Oh, they rhyme. Randy, Andy, Sandy, yeah. Candy, Mandy, Candy, Candy, <laughs> Bob. Bob's my sister's boy. She's in prison. <laughs> yeah, that, that's an old oldie, man. Yeah. <clears throat> well, the so other, so the other uh, thing, you know, man, this has been like two, three years ago now. Uh, was stall camp, and it's my it's my greatest story. So uh, it's yeah, yeah, the dumbest idea that I've ever had, and it was my the funnest time I've ever. That <laughs> was so well, much fun, man. I'll tell you what it it crushed, and I remember for a while after that, anytime somebody would do one of the tactics you guys like showed in stall camp, people would say, "Oh, he must have went to stall camp." Like there would be actual wrestlers doing those things. Oh yeah. I think my favorite thing about that one was you guys put out like a trailer. CP and, and Kyle put out this trailer, and we didn't really say much about it. Nope. And 
And there was all <laughs> these guys on the on the message boards, the, the Iowa message boards, be like, "This is terrible. You can't teach kids to wrestle like this. This goes against everything." <laughs> <laughs> and then, but we, but Gable was such a good sport. He was in it, so they were like, "I don't know how Gable's part of this, man. This doesn't seem like the way." <laughs> yeah, people lost uh, their minds. They didn't. They we yeah. we gave no context. We were just like were coming just next week, stall camp. <laughs> And people lost their minds. They they were calling they were calling for heads. <laughs> they 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 just assumed because you had all the you know wrestling like celebrities in like the little video, and they assumed that like I, I can't imagine I can't imagine how much they got paid to be in this like to go just go along with this. It was hilarious. Yeah, I found out there's some some really good. Uh actors in the wrestling community like uh jake herbert and and dave habit i they make me laugh every time when i see that scene they're pretty good actors man we had to do several takes of that he finally nailed it but uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've actually our uh yeah our producer tyler got the stall camp trailer pulled up here we, we'll oh, go ahead and play yeah. that real quick yeah do it Uh -oh. It's going to ruin our sport. Oh. oh, there we go. There we go. What these guys are doing is despicable. It's totally wrong for the kids. It's going to ruin our sport. <laughs> That's just stupid. That's just really stupid. Do not go to a stall camp. That is a bad idea. I really don't like these guys. They're clowns. I would send my kids to band camp before I sent my kids to stall camp. These guys are like a circus act. A bad circus act. What these guys are doing it makes me sick to my stomach. In Iowa, we wrestle. We don't stall. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that that triggered so many people. It was hilarious. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Man. And then, of course, once time. it came out, it was a big success. People really enjoyed it. But uh, it, it was it was really awesome at the time. Uh. Oh, I, I had a ball doing that, man. It was the wrestling community and all the great wrestlers was so cool to be in it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, yeah. we've been yeah. talking about your wrestling background. You talked about placing at the NCAA tournament, but I, I'm sure a lot of people didn't realize that when you're doing the West Wesley videos and, uh, you know, stall camp. So can you just kind of give us a, a rundown of your career and how you got to Mizzou and, and your NCAA career? Yeah, it's, uh, I'm not sure uh, I should be talking about my career on this program. <laughs> it was it was it was uh, fairly unremarkable, but it was. Um, I I started out at West Point. I I, I went to Army for uh, for one year. Uh, I don't know if you guys know that's not you're supposed to go for four. Uh, <laughs> I was, uh, I, yeah, I was I was what they called in the Army a, a quitter. Uh, it was, uh, yeah. Uh, Jack Spates was the, the assistant coach there and he recruited me to go to really? West Point. Yeah. And Jack was a very convincing wow. guy, man. He was, and I love Jack, yeah. but he was, yeah, Greggy, come on. You gotta come up here. It's going to be great. You know, and I got up there and I'm like, man, this seems, uh, this seems a lot like the army. <laughs> and, and, um, and then I, uh, I transferred to, uh, to Mizzou. Uh, I spent the whole year at West Point. I finished plebe year, and then I was like, I, I just don't think I want to do this. And I went to Mizzou and wrestled for uh, West Roper. And, I, you know, we were in the Big Eight back then, and uh, there's only five teams, but they were all good. It was uh, Nebraska, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and Iowa State. And, um, you know, we usually uh, 
finish at the bottom, but we were, we weren't like Mizzou is now, but we were good. We were respectable. And, um, yeah, I, I had, I, I think my fresh first year at, uh, I didn't really start. And then the, the last three years I started and, uh, I got like one match closer. I think I was like two matches away from placing my sophomore year. And then my junior year, I lost in a blood round to this guy, uh, T Don Fleischman, uh, Probably the best match I had that year was uh, I was in the I was in the second round against Townsend Saunders, who wound up getting a silver medal in the Olympics, uh, mm-hmm. Junior Saunders, and from Arizona State. And uh, it was pretty funny, man, because Arizona State and Iowa were in the team race that year, and uh, I was wrestling Saunders, and uh, Gable was coaching somebody on the mat next to him. But if I would knocked off Saunders, that Iowa would have sewed up the championship. So it was real close. And it got like third period, and I was he was about to take me down, and I, I flat out grabbed his knee pad. Like there's no doubt about it. I just grabbed <laughs> <laughs> and the ref, the ref was like, uh, you know, I think he even asked me. <laughs> like he was like, <laughs> at the point, he's like, did you grab his knee pad? I'm like, yeah, man, yeah. I did. <laughs> and uh, and and uh, Roper told me Gable is in the other corner, just going crazy. He's like, what's that? That's a stupid call. He he didn't grab his knee pad. He's just completely. Dan Gable was basically <laughs> in my corner for about 30 seconds. And, uh, and then, so yeah, I lost that year. Um, and then, uh, my senior year, I, um, yeah, yeah I played seven. I, I, uh, I, um, it was cool, man. I wrestled some guys. I won't tell you the guys that I beat cause, uh, well, I will, uh, <laughs> cause we're, we're good friends, but, uh, Bormat was a freshman that year, the Michigan coach. And, uh, I, I beat Bormat in the blood round. Um, and, uh, let me be very clear. Bormet was way better wrestler than I was. He just, it's just, sometimes you can, I was a senior and he was a freshman and I just caught him off guard a little bit, but he was, uh, you know, he, Bormet obviously had a, a great career after that. He's a great coach and a great guy, but yeah. And I, um, Pat Smith was the champ that year. That was his, uh, you know, I think that was his second, uh, title and, uh, Tom, Tom Ryan was, uh, got second that year. Um, good bracket. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty good bracket. Uh, Ray Miller, who's a guy – I don't know if a lot of you guys have heard of Ray Miller. Was, I remember uh, him, NCAA yeah, champ took, from uh, Arizona State. Yeah, he took fourth. He was really, really good. This guy named uh, um, this guy named Dave Walter from Purdue took third, who was really, really good. And, uh, Should the we only, create this bracket now, run it back? <laughs> the best no, – yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I would have a heart attack. I, I yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, – you should you should brag about your career more. I went over Sean Bourmet and went over Sean Bourmet. That, it is, true. man. It is. I just, I just, it feels silly because I. You guys ever have Ben? You ever had that? Like, when or I'm sure all you guys have. Like when I was a freshman, I, I, you know, I think I lost to some senior, a freshman in high school, and the guy wasn't that good. And then you know, I wound up having a pretty good high school career. And this guy's like, yeah, I beat Greg Warren. I'm like, yeah, man, when uh, I was a freshman, you know, when I was a freshman, <laughs> you suck. Count you know? it. Count it. And I'm, I'm sure that's what poor Matt's thing. You're like, yeah, was I was a freshman, man. <laughs> Semantics. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we have that clip of you, you uh, pummeling with the homeless guy pulled up uh, or here ready to go. Oh, I want to play God, that really that's quick. Classic. When you achieve that sort of achievement, People are looking at you all. I never know someone I just love how Bader's, Bader's just, just sitting, sitting there, la- just sitting there laughing. 
<laughs> Vader would never yeah. instigate anything. He would not do that. Oh man, that's great. There, there there's oh, so Bader many was, yeah, great oh, parts great, of that. Yeah. Um, I love when you're on, the second one when you're out on the date with the girl, and you're trying to give yeah, her you the know, head you know, it's funny that girl. Oh, I forgot about that. That girl is Nikki Glazer, who's a pretty famous comedian yeah. right now. Oh really? Oh, really? Nikki yeah. Glazer. Yeah, that girl in the in the Wesley West West video was Nikki Glazer that I'm on a date with. I had How no does idea. one go from Division One All American to stand up comedian? It's a natural progression. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> very normal. Done many yeah. times. I mean, I I didn't go right into. It. I took a job, but I was selling uh, peanut butter and potato chips for this company, Procter and Gamble, for a while, and. Uh, and I just, I, I was doing stand up at night, you know, kind of part time. And then I just, I kind of, I got tired of selling Pringles. And um, <laughs> I, I just, I was, and I was making a lot of money. I was making a, a ton of money. And, uh, and it was when I first got to know Brian Smith. I, w- I would go to, I was trying to recruit guys for, for Procter and Gamble from the athletic department. So I got to know Brian. And, uh, and then I told him one day, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm um, quitting my day job. I'm going to become a comedian. He's like, what? What what are you talking about? And then I don't know if Ben res- remembers this. I think Ben was there when like Brian would have me go up and do my act for the guys, for the Mizzou oh, yeah. guys. Like, yeah, I would go before before practice, and they loved it, and they would always want me to go long so they so practice would, would, <laughs> would not start. <laughs> I think I got way more laughs than I deserved back then because all they were re- I know what they were doing. They're like, yeah, man, if. We <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if, he, if he keeps going, we don't have to start running right now. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. So true. Yeah, we got to see Greg quite a bit. I mean, you did the golf outing sometimes. You did a couple of the fundraisers. And then, obviously, uh, Deja – I don't think Deja Vu is open anymore, Greg, is it? It's not. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, is that, does, that, does that depress you? Um, Sad. A little bit. Yeah, it does because it was kind of kind of the the first time I did stand up comedy. I, I just remembered this now was uh, I was in re- I was wrestling at my I think my freshman or sophomore year, and uh, Craig Martin was this guy who was uh, all American at Mizzou, and Craig <laughs> uh, worked at Deja Vu like in the summers as a bartender, and he just signed me up for this comedy contest at Deja Vu, <laughs> and uh, and he told me like two days before he's like, hey man, you're doing a show. Cause I used to, you know, try to make the guys on the team laugh and Roper who was pretty tough coach. Like the, it was the coolest thing he ever did. It was like Friday practice. And we were like, Oh, this is going to be rough. And he goes, guys, we're going to knock off about an hour early today and go down and watch Warren do stand up comedy. And it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. So, <laughs> wait, wait, God, the coach took the whole team to the bar. <laughs> no, it wasn't in a bar. It was like outside. They had like a, oh, like a festival okay. thing outside, but uh, yeah. Uh, so, best practice so, ever. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole team was out there, and um, that's really cool. God, I, thank God there was no yeah. cell phones back then, or somebody would have a tape of that god awful performance, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody would watch my uh, my upcoming comedy special. Yeah. When did you uh, When did yeah. you shoot it? Because I'm sure with everything that's happening now, you're you're glad you got it in in time. Yeah, I actually shot it about a year ago. We shot it um, in Edwardsville, Illinois. Uh, and, uh, I wanted to do it like sort of farm adjacent and, uh, Edwardsville is near a, a lot of, uh, a lot of farmers. So the, the place was, was packed with farmers and wrestlers 
Coach Spates, Jeremy Spates, who's the, the head coach at SIU, uh, had a ton of uh, – he, he brought a ton of wrestling folks from, from SIU. And uh, Brian Smith and, uh, and, and his wife Denise were there. And, uh, and uh, Wes Roper, my coach, was there. Chris Whalen was there. It was, it was really – it was really fun. That's awesome. Well, you guys got anything else for Greg? I don't. Great no. seeing you as always. I'm sure we'll cross paths again soon, Greg. Yeah, absolutely. Tell, tell, uh, tell your family I said hi. Tell Max I said hi. And uh, yeah, it's, it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Where the Field Corn Grows. And uh, it's off to a great start. Um, it, it, uh, but I, I hope a lot of wrestlers will, will watch it. Awesome. We hope so, too. Uh, like you said, Amazon Prime, if you have it, if you don't, go buy it. It's worth it. It's really funny. Greg Warren, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. Oh, you bet, guys. Thanks a million, man. I, I, I appreciate it. Great seeing you. You too, Who man. is Greg, Greg Warren? <laughs> Who is? <laughs> Mid alert. <laughs> All right. See you, Greg. See you, guys. Yeah. All right, awesome time with Greg. It really is really funny. I, I enjoyed it last night. Um, where the field corn grows on uh, Amazon. My wife Prime. is already. Wa- my wife's watching upstairs right now. Apparently, <laughs> she's in the she's in the Facebook chat. That's awesome. Um, shout out Amy Askren. Nice. Uh, so some so, more breaking news we have wait, on Friday. What? How is she watch? Wait, how is she watching us and watching him? How is that possible? She has a phone, right? She probably watching Facebook. She probably. Yeah, she probably muted us. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right, Rude. so Friday also some breaking news in the NCAA world. Uh, Real Woods entered the transfer portal. Um, I know we were after this decision was made by Stanford, they're going to be around for another season. We weren't sure what guys were going to do. Shane Griffith said he was going to hang out and see what happened for a little bit. Um, Real decided to go ahead and put his name in the portal. Uh, but then... Izzy, Izzy style, <clears throat> made an Instagram post that was a picture of him and Real, and of course he was Real's high school coach at Montini Catholic, and was like, "Time to guess we're gonna enter the fight game right now," and like tag Jack- Jackson Wink. Um, so, mm. do we really think he's gonna do that? It seems kind of crazy for a guy that was at Stanford that would just go there for a year. Because if you're at Stanford, it seems like academics are pretty important to you. Because he could have gone anywhere in the country he wanted to he was a he was a blue chip recruit yeah um so do, do we really think that or, or we think we'll see him in college wrestling next year i would just i well, would next say year, it's, uh, stanford still competes through next year so i assume well i guess he wouldn't enter the portal if he's in the portal though yeah. yeah so i don't know so I, I mean i guess we'll see yeah, I think I think it's a great way to generate some hype. I mean, obviously, any type of stuff where people have questions or, like I said, they don't know the outcome, like I was talking about earlier, that's gonna that's gonna elicit more interest. And so that's that's probably what Izzy's doing. And you know, who knows? Maybe there's a small portion of Real that wants to go to fight MMA right away. But I, I would assume he's gonna end up somewhere and wrestle for the the remainder of his college career. Yeah, and you you gotta imagine too <clears throat> that. Uh, it's going to be at somewhere like an Ivy or a Northwestern or a Le- like somewhere academically. You think for sure? I mean, I don't, no, I don't know that for sure. Um, and I, I tried to find um, a school list for real when he was coming out of high school, but I couldn't, I couldn't find one or anyone when he committed to Stanford, anyone listing who his other top schools were. 
Um, and so no, but no. Brecky, it, hold on, Brecky. If if this guy wants to fight MMA for a job, why does he need to get a good degree? Just go well, fight he, MMA he and then parlay that into. He doesn't, but I know. I remember coming out of high school though that like he really wanted to go to Stanford and wanted to get into Stanford. Yeah. So, and I can't imagine that you would go and do that if it wasn't important to you. I don't know. Yeah, I can't imagine going to, to do all the hard work and then going to fight MMA. What a waste! Of, what a waste <laughs> of an education. That's very true too. M- you can't fight MMA forever. Well, I mean, yeah, but then by hopefully, if you have some success in MMA, you parlay that like, parlay that into some type of entrepreneurship. I mean, there's a, I wouldn't think someone would be going from MMA to a you know nine to five desk job somewhere. Maybe, yeah. you never know. I guess. Um. Okay. So there's Izzy's Instagram. Yeah, photo there with Woods talking about going to MMA. Yep. Yep, they're they're obviously close, and I saw they were watching uh, the UFC card this weekend together as well. Um, and then uh, some some other news, JD. I saw you put this in the doc. Uh, could I have some more guys stripped of medals? No. So do you remember when the IOC or there's rumors now? Um, Ivan Freestyle, the guy who tweets a lot about mm-hmm. Russian, um, he knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's talking about. So. It sounds like UWW or the IOC is going to announce a double gold um, for 2012 heavyweight uh, because both the original gold and silver um, tested positive for steroids. Oh, my God. Um, I think I at least know um, the original silver was oral tyrannable. I can't remember exactly what um or no the original gold um i can't remember originally what matsminishvili tested positive for it might have been trainable as well but anyways so last year in january um matsminishvili test positive so they bump up or like it was thinking that makov the russian heavyweight since he got bronze and lost to him was going to bump up till silver um and then tmezov uh tested positive in July and that's when Travell kind of got his bronze mm-hmm. um if you remember yeah. that but now yep. uh with the double bronze system it's kind of weird you can't just be like oh yeah this guy gets silver now so it sounds like they're going to have Such two golds and two bronzes um <laughs> for wow. the 2012 heavyweight so no many cheaters. S- no silver, Gashi- just so two many. gold, no two silver. bronze. <laughs> nope. Makov and Gashimi, the Iranian heavyweight and Russian heavyweight, will get uh, gold, and Travel and the Kazakhstani heavyweight will get bronze. Wow. From that year. Uh, Tyler, can we pull up the, the Photoshop that Ivan did here? Because not only do you get breaking news from Ivan, you get pretty awesome Photoshop skills. Yes. Uh. <laughs> And now, look at that. To bring it back to the top five Russians from the last (laughs) decade, Makov, in my opinion, is now in there with an Olympic gold medal. And in 2015, won medals, bronzes in both freestyle and Greco. Pretty impressive. Guys, it it sounds like we have to wait. 
We're gonna have to wait another decade to actually make this list because who knows who's gonna test positive well, in the next? I no, mean, it's the true. Ten years. Limitations is up at the end of this year. No, but for 2016. Yeah, yeah, for 2016. That's that's quite a ways off. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping maybe um, one of these guys, Makov, actually right now is under investigation. He tested positive at um, Cohen. Uh So. <laughs> He, They're like, all on steroids. I know. Uh, Nate Diaz yeah. was right. Yeah, Diaz was right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but if he tests positive at Pelicone, um, and it like comes out that was correct and official or whatever, that would not affect his 2012 medal. He would have to test positive from his samples in 2012. Um, wow. he, he used the old uh, Peyton Manning. Uh, it was, was my wife. It was my uh, wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his wife. Oh man. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, I'm hoping maybe um, they'll catch uh, Makov from 2012 and uh, we can bump uh, Tervel up to a... He's going to keep getting bumped Just up the ladder. Up. Heck yeah. If he's the only clean athlete, <laughs> uh, give him the freaking gold. Uh, wow. So, so but I, that, um, I believe, will be the first ever double gold medal officially at the Olympics wow. for wrestling. Wow. So awesome. Wow. <laughs> so awesome happening eight years later. So exciting. Uh, that, that's what I love about the Olympic results. You never know if they're final until 10 years down the road. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All so right. Crazy. Ben, you got anything, got anything else you want to jump into? Uh, uh, cues from yeah, us? well, you know what? Uh, <laughs> no, well, it's kind of a cue for an F. It's a comment from, uh, um, it's a comment from one of the people in the Facebook chat. And okay. that's, you know, Izzy, uh, Izzy has a lot of guys at Michigan so you know that Real Real's old teammates, Bormet obviously has that Illinois connection also. Um, and so, yep. you know, what if we talk about that 2022 NCAA championship yeah. being in Detroit, and we talk about all the people they could bring back for that? Add Real Woods that, and they're they're the favorites. Yeah, no kidding. They in are Michigan, not an Ivy, but I feel like sometimes it's, it's, very good school. it's, it's a very good school, and people sometimes yeah. forget that or don't realize that because it's. A Big Ten school, but they're and if you go there, you get to call yourself a Michigan man, which sounds <laughs> it sounds <laughs> badass. Yeah, um, I think uh, I think you should go to Michigan. So looking at one forty one uh, depth, uh, I did I actually did their depth chart. Uh, we we project Joey Silva there because I think. Uh, so oh, for God's sakes! I'm not. I'm just telling. I'm just, <laughs> ben, I'm just telling you what is there. I'm not saying he would be real Woods. I'm just saying. Although, although real Woods, Joey Silva is the shoe gate. That shoe gate from yes. Iron Man. Oh my gosh, that is, isn't it? <laughs> when Izzy lost his damn mind and got face to face with Palazzo. So this could be must see TV. Juicy. Yeah. It's so juicy. I think we need it. Dang. Okay. Yeah, he's going to Michigan. Did real he just uh, make uh, real what's decision for him? Yeah, we did. we did, and he has to Come do on. it now because of Shoegate. Um, but they also have uh, Drew. They have every Matten brother. They have collected every Matten brother, and Drew Matten and Cole Matten are both at 141. I would imagine Cole's going to redshirt since he was a true freshman last year, and it'll be Drew Matten and Joey Silva battling for that spot. But now, you could possibly throw in real Woods. That would be awesome, yeah. So then, in two years, in two years, they're gonna have because we're at, we we already told Bormetti has to redshirt everyone for one more year until <laughs> this, this comes to Michigan. They would have Savon Michik, Real Woods. Uh, it's just Massa, real, by the way. I mean, 
No, it's, it's, re- it's real. I, no, I promise you, it's real. Are you sure? I swear, it's real. Are you? Are you messing with me? No, <laughs> man, I'm not messing with you. Okay. It's uh, Amin. Who am I forgetting? Amin Massa. Did you say Massa? I said, I said Massa. There's someone uh, else really good that I'm forgetting. Well, you still have Mason Paris. Mason Paris. Yes, thank you. And then I'm really high oh. on Gage Garcia, who's coming in at 197 uh, pounds. Dual sport athlete. Yes, dual he's sport play athlete. Football, at least for. This well, I shouldn't say he's gonna play, but he's gonna be on the team. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, gets to play this season. Um, the Big Ten and Pac-12. Kind of speaking of schools from those conferences, both those conferences announced. Um, the Big Ten announced all sports conference only schedule in the fall. The Pac-12. Uh, it was all sports except uh, cross country and women's field hockey. I believe are gonna move to conference only schedule in the fall so i think i don't think those are going to be the last conferences we see i don't know man the sec and big 12 do not want to do that um i i I know it's they they, well the big 10 commissioner uh i believe his name's kevin warren he blindsided everybody they literally have a pretty daily call with the power five commissioners he told no one that he was going to do this that the big 10 was going to do this he didn't tell any of the other conferences the big 10 is playing against in non-conference play mainly in football that he was going to do this and i know big 12 commissioner bob bullsby <laughs> when asked him that someone called him up right after this happened it was like are you going to do this and he's like no like they the sec and big 12 hey. they, they want those games to happen i know the sec said yesterday they're going to wait till later in july to make a decision on that and so is the acc um the ACC did say fall sports can't start till September 1, but that's only really like a week or two different than when they would have started. Yes. Uh, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I don't know, man. It's going to be – it's not going to be a normal season. It's going to look different. The matchups, the schedule is going to be different, but it's going to be a shit show. I'm com- Yes, it probably is. <laughs> But I'm confident there will be a season. There will be an NCAA championship, I hope and maybe so. I shouldn't be. But you know what? This seems like a sue me. Schools going to conference only seems like a small band aid on a potentially large. Possibly, cut. I I think they just made the decision too soon. Yes. What is it? What are you doing making the decision right now? Why don't we just wait a few weeks? You you have the few weeks to spare. Uh, we can wait a few weeks and see what's going on. It also seems strange too, like. What so, and I, there's reasons to do conference only two, but like Iowa can't play Iowa State, but they can go to Happy Valley and play Penn State. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like it, it's kind of weird. Um, no, it's so dumb. West Virginia, for example, is going to play Maryland in their non-conference. Well, Maryland's in the Big Ten. Those schools are about three hours apart, but in their Big Twelve play, they're going to go to Lubbock, Texas, and Austin, Texas. So how much sense does that make? None. Well, exactly. I mean, TV deals a lot of times are done by conference. Um, so I think that probably had something to do with it. Oh, well, yeah. That's why they're in the conference. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying the yeah. not playing the conference but, schedule. If they wanted to fix something, they should honestly just go to a regional schedule to yes. where you play your conference opponents. and then. But if like West Virginia – so West Virginia doesn't have to go to Texas. They play – they play Maryland and they play Ohio State or you know Cincinnati. Yeah. You play these regional teams. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Here we go, it, solving the world's problems on FRL. 
Well, that's the, that's the thing too. Is everyone's like, we'll just move football to the spring. I don't think you you can't just pick up and move a sport that goes that long to the spring. Uh, because I guess you're going to start in February. You would start practices in January. Well, then you have a season that's going until like April, maybe May. And then uh-huh. what do you do? They just uh, do they move football back? Do they just start the next season in the fall? So that means you get like a month off and then you're back for training camp in August for fall camp. It's, it's yeah. just can't, you can't do it. So it either has to be in the fall or, or not you at run all. into like eligibility issues. Oh, well, guys, if you have any player that uh, has any inkling that they'll be in the NFL or get drafted or get signed as a free agent, they're not going yeah. to play. They're, I mean, they're, they're I, and I wouldn't either if I was them. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. And with this yeah. schedule, have fun on playoff committee when it comes down to, Seriously. you know, Hey, play nobody, yeah. Paul. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's it's going to be a total disaster because if the what if the Big Ten's playing nine nine games, there's playing conference games, and then the SEC and Big Twelve are playing twelve games and playing non conference yep. games, so it's going to be yep. a total disaster. But uh, I need my college football, or I'll riot. So, um, oh, you got anything else, Ben? Uh, not on college football. I don't really watch. I don't really care. No, I just mean uh, anything I, in general before we get to questions from friends. No, I, I thought my idea on Real Woods was really good. I thought, you know, I'm trying to get Michigan a title over there. So Coach Mormack can give me some, uh, you know, he can give me royalty or something when they win. Because I had the <laughs> idea. And, you know, uh, Bormet did have like one or two MMA fights. So He did. Dude yeah, fought Vanderlei Silva. Silva. Yeah, and I like non-sanctioned one, and yeah, it was yeah, wild. bare knuckle. Bare knuckle. <laughs> that dude, pff, shout out to him. So that, wild, that's crazy. Yes. All right, let's let's get to some cues from us. Um, this first one from uh, Rick Robinson. This JD, I'm counting on you to answer this. Uh, any due to any D two wrestler beside Carlton Hasselrig win D one or place high? What year did they stop letting D2 winners compete in D1 Nationals? Yeah, so if you don't know, Hasselrig, kind of a legend, won six NCAA titles. Uh, he actually played football for Lehigh, I believe, his freshman year before transferring to Pitt-Johnstown and then proceeded to win D2 and D1 at heavyweight every year after that before going into the NFL. So legend um the ropers actually were all over this um Mm -hmm. replied last night rebecca saying um they stopped in 1990 but the last four years of athletes were grandfathered into 1994 uh so that's kind of cool and then lee replied with grace simmons uh but i to my i thought and someone i'm not 100 sure someone fact check me but grace simmons wrestled for lockhaven who's actually naia at the time not Division two, and although I did compete Division two, I unfortunately am not the Division two wrestling historian and cannot tell Damn you. It, JD. If they, well, there was, I mean, I know there have been, all, there had, been a bunch of All Americans. A lot. Um, I believe SIUE had quite a few because they were really good. I want to say in the eighties, and they had a bunch of guys who did really well at the Division ones. Yeah, I, you know, I can't. I don't want to say specific names in case I'm wrong, but that's definitely true. And it wasn't just champs. Um, I believe Division Two finalists, both of the finalists, got to compete. So there, I, I know there's been a decent amount of All Americans, but um, to my knowledge, Hasselrig, off the top of my head, is the only champion. 
Okay. Good Wait, what about Wade Chalice? Wasn't Wade Chalice? He wrestled. He was, at, he was at Clarion. Wasn't that D two at the time? Could have been. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Someone. <laughs> someone check. Someone in the Facebook chat. I don't know. Has now. he has he blogged about it? <laughs> um, all right, moving on to USADA Cup Collector. What other what other oh, current CSP. MMA? Yeah, at all CSP. What <laughs> other current MMA stars would you like to see in freestyle exhibition matches? Seems like a great way to bring in fans and generate a lot of buzz. And they gave the example of uh, Daniel Cormier, Chris Pendleton. That happened. Yeah, uh, Pendleton ago. replied to this. Unfortunately, that matches on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, but it, what would you like to see, Ben? I, I know we talked when Cejudo retired. Uh, a while back about about him. I don't know who else. Yeah. Um, you know, the hard thing is when they're actually, and this is why I'm, I'm very curious to see how Darren Caldwell does, but when they're actually training MMA, it is very, very difficult to uh, compete with the best of the best. Right? The because I mean, they're, they're so good. The timing's so good. Everything's so good. And so, you know, maybe we could do an MMA guy versus MMA guy. And actually, back when I did FPL, you know, I got, I got Gray Maynard to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dennis Bermudez wrestled. They wrestled each other. They were both MMA guys. You know, both had a lot of success in the in the UFC. Uh, yeah, so I think I think I would be interested in more MMA versus MMA. That would be, that would be more exciting to me. Uh, I can tell you one who I think most people, fans of wrestling, uh, would like to see. I personally do not because this guy's a jabroni. But Dylan Dennis, I think a lot of people want to see him get thrown to. Oh, a I I, I got a contract like every for, for a high but for a high school kid, he wouldn't wrestle Keegan. <laughs> yeah, I know. He was scared. Yeah, because and they all they also said MMA star JD. He he's only beat uh, <laughs> he's only beat waiters and and trash collectors and stuff like that. He's not he's not funny and good. Right in that McGregor wave. Yes, he needs to come collect my trash. Freaking. We moved to the new house. We're trying to set up this trash service. They won't get back to us. So Dylan Dance, come really? back to my house. Yeah, Dylan Dance, come back, come to my house, pick up some trash. You trash man. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, crab legs. Uh, what? What are the coronavirus-related health and safety precautions taking place on 25th? Given that Texas is in bad shape, I am very glad you asked this question because um, we are taking extreme protocols. Uh, with this event, not to throw shade at the one that happened in Chicago, but it wasn't the tightest run ship in terms of that stuff. And we're working with USA Wrestling on how to best implement practices that that can be uh, make this event as safe as possible. First of all, there's no fans. It's literally just going to be uh, floor wrestling employees. And Ben, you count as that um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> being on this show. I what if I would be so pissed if I showed up in Austin? You're like, no. Nah. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Nope. Uh, nah, everyone, nah, bro. Nah. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah. Uh, so everyone's wearing a mask. Um, you're going to be socially distanced when we interview. You're not going to be right up beside the person like you usually are. Um, I know we're working with the athletes for when they're in their hotels to get food and all that stuff um, to them so they don't have to leave. And they can try to stay away from coming. And there are going to be uh, health screening checks daily for people entering the building and the athletes. So this is going to be a really safe event. And um, 
Yeah, we're 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 taking where, every step okay, possible. Where's the actual match going to be at, Bracky? It's at a um, a hotel here in Austin, like a big uh, oh, it's at the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's in the, oh, okay, got it. So, so where, wherever we're staying, the match will be in that same place. Yeah, the Omni Hotel, Omni Austin Hotel at South Park. Um, yes. And it's the ballroom. Uh, it's really nice. So the guys don't even have to leave the building, which would be awesome. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Except I love Austin, but I probably can't even go wander around because people like yell at me or something. You wander around. You just need to be wearing a mask. Okay. And, and not that. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're wearing a mask, I'll leave you alone. And not that you're a big bar guy, but no I'm clubbing. not sure bars are open. Yeah. No clubbing for you, Ben. <laughs> I don't know clubbing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's see here. We talked about the leading candidates to replace Downey. Uh, this, this is a good question. With, with Stanford being dropped, what do you see? This is Jeremy uh, Lanthorn, by the way. With uh, Stanford being dropped, what do you see for the future of Pac-12 wrestling? Is it feasible to have a two-team conference? I don't know what he means by two-team conference. Well, cause he, he probably means that they're uh, they're the only um, what is it called? official members, right? And everyone else is oh, brought in yeah. for just uh, affiliate. Yes, that's it. Legacy that's members, it. yeah. Um, well, I think they, that that doesn't matter as much, no. just as long as you're a member of the conference in that sport. Um, but they are flirting dangerously close. Remember the Big 12 mm-hmm. before they added uh, all the affiliate members, the old Western Wrestling Conference and a few others. They only had four teams, and yep. none of those guys qualified automatically. Remember they mm-hmm. had to get wild cards their last couple of years as a conference like that. Yeah. Um, so if you are under, I believe, you have to have more than four. So I think they're at five right now with the loss of Stanford. Yes. Wait. Um, oh, they are. Okay, got it. Yeah, they're at five. Arizona State, CSU, Bakersfield, Oregon State, Cal Poly, and then Little Rock. Little Rock, yeah. And Stanford will be yep. there this year. And then after next year, they'll go back down to five. But so if they were to lose another program, they wouldn't qualify automatically. They they would have to all get wild cards, which is <laughs> pretty Dang. crazy. Like, like Alex Deeringer technically got a wild card one year to NCAAs because his conference only oh, wow. had four teams. Yeah. So it's, it's, so you're stealing spots from people. Um, is what you're doing. Uh, we talked about where Real Woods will end up. We decided he's going to Michigan, and we will have Shoegate. We will have Anthony Wrestloff. We will have Izzy. Every day. And we will have Mike Palazzo there, <laughs> right there, ready to go. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then one more Stanford-related question. Going into next season, this is from Save Stanford Wrestling. Uh, there's a petition going around. Sign the petition. I don't know if it will help, but it can't hurt. Um, going into next season, what do you think Stanford will place at NCAA's? And he asks, is this the worst program loss in memory? And I think he means like program set up to do the best next season, uh, hmm. that ended up being cut. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this before though. Kyle, as we said this last week is like, uh, historically there's been a handful of programs that were having, you know, good seasons or tre- trending upwards and then got <clears throat> cut. So, you know, success doesn't seem to be the metric that these programs are being measured on. Um, but yes, I mean, well, they're not going to do well next year cause real woods is going to leave. But if real, uh, real stayed there, um, uh, <laughs> damn it all. You guys are messing up. <laughs> I uh, swear it's real. I promise you it's real. Okay. All right. <laughs> Griffith stayed there. If all those guys stayed there, uh, they, they, you know, they could have a really good season. Um, with who they're bringing in, but you know, I, obviously, I don't think that'll be the case. Yeah, we had um, 
so this includes real obviously we had him uh 23rd in the preseason rankings but that also is with Real's ranked a little bit lower in our rankings than what he was like seated at now. Like he was a three seed at nationals. And I think he's like eight or nine in our rankings just because his wins aren't all that great and it's not his it fault. It was just scuffle pretty much. Right. And it's not his fault with the schedule he faced. His only loss was to Pletcher and Sun Victory. Um and then I don't think Jaden Abbas was ranked super high just because I think his best win was Andrew yep. Alirez. Um mm-hmm. who ended up finishing the season in the eighteen nineteen range. Definitely a team that could have placed top fifteen, ten. Oh, abs- yeah, and that's the thing is they had more upside than what's on here. So, yeah, I yeah, would I would say they would have been a top 15 team at Nationals, if not top 10, depending on how high Woods and Griffith climbed on the podium. Yeah. Um, but as you mentioned, success has nothing to do with it. Yeah. It's, and I, I guess something we never talked about um, with Stanford is they were, they were sponsoring the second most. Um, yes varsity sports in the country you know they had 36 which is insane crazy yeah, because they just cut one or two sports well it was 11 11 11 yeah. yeah it was 11 and i mean most power five schools do the bare minimum like like 20 ish or 18 oh, less like than that. that for most you're you're looking really pro- yeah less than that? yeah you're probably looking in between like 15 and 18 for most and wow. the majority of them have more female sports than men's sports because of the football scholarship numbers and title nine. So wow. it, it was insane that they were carrying that many to start with. I guess yes. what is really disheartening to me is seeing Stanford or seeing wrestling get lumped in with some of the sports that, that got the ax. It's cause like some of these sports and I don't, I'm trying to pull it up right here. Um, aren't like NCAA funded. So to see, really? So yeah. So the wow. school will discontinue men's and women's fencing. Okay. Like what, why do we need NCAA men's and women's fencing? Uh, <sighs> no, don't be a bully, Bracky. Lightweight rowing. No, I'm going to be a bully with some of this BS. Light, lightweight rowing. They're, they're, lightweight they're rowing. regular rowing. I don't know. Cause they cut men's rowing too. So I guess the small guys, you have lightweight rowing and then you have men's rowing. Why don't you just be a man and just do men's rowing? Yeah, I'm serious. Uh, Co-ed and women's sailing. Okay, sailing's not a sport. That's that's a hobby. Um, Well, it's also not a NCAA sponsored. Right. It's like club level. They don't have an NCAA championships. Correct. Uh, Squash. Wrestling was lumped in with squash. Uh, Synchronized swimming. And uh, and then I don't I don't understand how men's volleyball is is in with with these sports either because uh, they were five or six years removed from making the NCAA finals. Um, it, it just seems like men's volleyball and wrestling really are very different from these other sports, yes. and it doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Well, it's crazy Agreed. too. Stanford is good at sports across the board. Like when I was yes. doing, I wrote an article last week about Penn State's dynasty, and I was looking at all the other sports uh, at the NCAA level that are going through dynasties. And you know, like Stanford volleyball, powerhouse, like mm-hmm. women's tennis, their swimming and diving team, like they're really good at sports just across they, the board. They really pride themselves on the Olympic sports. Yes. And uh, the yes. Capital One Cup, which keeps track of 
how every team does, every school does in every sport throughout the calendar year. They've won like 20 years in a row. Now they have more programs than everyone but Ohio State, um, but they, they've won that a ridiculous amount of times in a row, and it's just crazy that, you know, they could – I mean, they're estimating like a $70 million deficit right now, um, which is – which is what uh, – they're using to base this off, but um, yeah. Damn. All right. Anyone? Anyone have anything else? Before Tough we time go? to be an NCAA uh, sports uh, fan in general. Yes, it is. It, it really is. I, I think college athletics are, are some of my gonna... favorite favorite things to follow, and it's uh, been. I, I really think you might be right that higher education could be in trouble. Yes. So let's, let's, uh, that's depressing. Let's just go before we get more. Yeah. 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 All right. Happy go Tuesday, ahead, folks. Yeah, go ahead and hit that. <laughs> remember all the fun times we have with Greg Warren. Just remember that. Uh, he was awesome. Go watch your special on Amazon yes. Prime. Yep. Where the have field corn where the field corn grows. Everyone needs a laugh right now. Even though he came after Iowa farmers. <laughs> uh that that's what is great is because you know all the people in the audience are farmers. And in the special, they have a little fun with him after uh, he's done. They do a little mm-hmm. interview segment with him. So it's a lot of fun. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Same crew. We're going to run it back one more time. And uh, we'll see you Wednesday. Yeah.